This is a beautiful world. I'm Heather McElhatton, and this is A Beautiful World. And this week, we learn about nature-inspiring artistic genius and the beauty of communing with the wild from author Lyanda Lynn Hoped. Her book is Mozart's Starling. I was fascinated by the story that Mozart had as a pet a starling. The starling, or Sternus vulgaris, was introduced to America in 1890 when 60 birds were released in Central Park in New York City. And the dissonance there is wonderful because here we have one of our most sublime Western classical composers who had, not just as a companion, but as an actual muse, this bird, the European starling, that is an invasive bird in North America, and safe to say, probably the most hated bird in all of the country uh, by conservationists, agriculturists, and bird watchers, and even nature writers like me. Hoped was captivated by the story of a beloved composer loving a reviled bird, and she did some intensive research to capture the story. He recorded two things about the starling. One, that it imitated the motif of a beautiful concerto that he had just completed. And the second one was that he paid a few kreutzer for it and bought it and took it home. <laughs> so we know from his own notebook that he had this starling. Starlings are highly social and verbal, known to be excellent mimics. Mozart was delighted by the starling's ability to mimic and alter his compositions. He recorded the bird's changes in his journal. Here's Mozart's rendition of a piano concerto in G major. Here are the starling's changes. Hoped has no doubt the starling had a profound effect on Mozart. He wrote music for the bird, composed poems, and held a formal funeral for the starling when it died. She knows what a profound effect a starling can have on a household firsthand, because Hoped went one step further when researching Mozart's starling she adopted a starling herself. So I basically grabbed this little bird on the way to the you know, city park dustbin, and it, she was only five days old at the time. She looked terrible. She, I thought she was gonna die, but I hovered over her and grew into this healthy, flourishing bird who really did help me uh, flesh out the story. Hoped named her starling Carmen, and they still live together to this day. She says the birds taught her family a lot about music, life, navigating the world together. When large numbers of starlings fly together, it's called a murmuration. They form these impossibly complex shapes as thousands of birds fly together in perfect harmony and unison. Until recently, researchers had no clue how so many birds flew together without crashing into each other. And the answer, it turns out, is seven starlings. Each starling is paying attention to the seven starlings next to it. And that movement scales rapidly through the flock. The metaphor that it leaves us with, I mean, we are living in a mystifying political time. And so many people are saying, you know, what do I do? What do I do? And I go back to that uh, that science about murmurations and think, you know, we all... Each of us have our version of the seven starlings closest to us, you know, whether it's our family or our coworkers, you know, whatever it is. And we can all bring our own gifts with a sense of um, 
gratitude, with a sense of joy, with a sense of peace. And maybe those actions ripple out in ways that we could not have imagined. Find out more about Mozart's starling at abeautiful.world. I'm Heather McElhatton, and this is A Beautiful World. Brought to you with help from the Pollard Family Foundation.